0: Hey everyone, what's on your mind today? What's your tea? Hello and welcome to Baradol with Jeff. My name's Jeff, and I'll be taking you on the journey as we listen to people just like you and me share their thoughts and opinions on certain topics. And today we're going to talk about depression. Uh, I'm going to do something different uh, from what we did in our past shows. Um, I'm actually just going to be talking today um, about this topic instead of having someone come in and talk about it. Um, well, <laughs> there's no surprise there i uh am definitely someone that struggles with depression on a daily uh basis um but I'm not alone. About three hundred million people worldwide suffer from depression, and that just blows my mind. It's just it's crazy to think that this thing that causes negative feelings um, or negative thoughts isn't just um, something that certain people um, struggle with. It's 300 million people. That's a lot of people. Um, So it actually started for me um, in middle school. I've always been a very happy-go-lucky type of kid. My mom and dad were definitely involved in my life a lot, um, and my brother and sister as well. Um, in fact, we like did everything together. Um, anytime that one of us would, had a sporting event, you know, me and my sister would be there, or my sister and brother would be there, or me and my brother would be there for my sister, you know, and we were cheering each other on. So it's not that um, I didn't have that support system along the way. It just happened when I went through puberty that uh, I just also got really depressed. Um, And I'm not entirely sure how it started. Um, I just remember being really sad in my room, listening to music um, that I connected with on a feelings level. Um, And really listening, I'm going to say it, (laughs) My Chemical Romance, Um, there was just something about the lyrics that just connected with me, um, and I felt like they were that support system because they went through the depression. I don't know if that makes sense to you listening, but uh, it was something that I relied on um, a lot during this time. and. I still struggle with it today, so I still rely on music. Um, and I remember in middle school just thinking, like, well, why am I alive? Like, what's so important about my life? Um, like, why Why does my existence um, matter if I'm just a grain of sand um, in this world or in this universe? Like, if I just... Disappear if you go to a beach and take one grain of sand off the beach, the beach is still there. Uh, very <laughs> depressing thought, right? <laughs> like, wow, <laughs> but it's true. Um, and so, yes, I attempted to do things that would harm myself, um, without anyone in my family knowing. Um, I mean, my mom and dad. And, uh, brother and sister, they know now, um, and I appreciate being able to open up and talk to them about this. Um, but when I first talked to them, um, it was in ninth grade when I actually was going on a mission trip to, uh, Costa Rica with my church. And that actually was my testimony that I was sharing, um, was that I tried to harm myself. Um, and I found purpose, um, in the church. Um, I know a lot of people, uh, that is not what they believe in and that's completely fine. We all are allowed to believe in different things, but, uh, that was somewhere where I found a purpose. Um, and, and it just, it, it was hard for them because I remember after I said my testimony in front of the whole congregation, which is, uh, the entire church, by the way, um, <laughs> uh, my mom and dad. Um, afterwards, we're like, why did you not tell us? And it wasn't that I didn't want to tell them. Um, it was just, I didn't want to hurt them, (laughs) I guess. Um, when you think about things like that, um, and you're in that state of mind, um, you're not like saying like, oh, I don't love people you're saying, well, I don't want to be here because I'm a hindrance or, like, I'm I'm insignificant um, or what's the point? (laughs) Um, And so I understood where they came from when they felt hurt. um, But we were able to grow together and move on. Um, except for my depression did not <laughs> want to move on. It stayed with me. Um, and I just remember in high school, um, just putting on this like facade of the perfect like kid, right? Um, I mean, my grades weren't good, so I didn't get that part right, <laughs> but they weren't bad either. Um, <laughs> uh, but I remember just everyone thinking and saying to me like Jeff like you're always happy like why are you always happy like why are you smiling um and it was just my way of putting on this mask um and it's kind of like it was a barrier like I built this wall up uh, so no one knew like my imperfect thoughts or <laughs> my mental state um and I, I was like the guy that always had the answer, uh, for and it, I'm gonna uh it was uh, ASB so uh Associated Student Body, um I was like always helping, um and again like that was my purpose right like you find this purpose and it feels good when you're helping someone and it it pushes those thoughts in the back of your brain, um and you stop thinking about certain things, um but it's just. I felt my purpose, again, like helping people, building signs, like, oh, what do you need? Oh, you need me to go run to the principal's office real quick and get that form? Okay, cool. Let me go do that. Um, And, like, keeping busy, I'm going to say, now that I'm thinking about it. It was just, I was always staying busy. And then by the time I went home, like, I would just want to eat, do my homework, and go to sleep, (laughs) right, Um, and not have to worry about anything. Um, The weekend sucked. (laughs) I'll say that, um, except for when my dad was working on projects, Um, those were pretty fun, even though I would always groan and moan like, I don't want to do this. (laughs) Uh, But it taught me a lot of things, uh, like how to build certain types of things and when you lay brick the way it's supposed to lay. um... But yeah, uh, I went to Christian school. And then after that, I went to work at uh, a theme park that everyone in Southern California apparently has a tie to somehow. <laughs> if you're a pass holder or if you're a uh, employee, a past employee, <laughs> it's very funny. Um, afterwards, you find out how many people actually worked for this uh, place and um, you're like, wow. Like <laughs> I, like my clo- one of my closest friends, uh, me and her worked literally two areas Like, I worked in one area, and she literally was next door working in the same area around the same time doing the same exact job. Um, And it just blew my mind. But uh, I remember coming out again um, my first year working there and being like, well, I'm Christian, and I'm gay. (laughs) And people saying, well, no, you can't do that. That's not a thing. And so that kind of like threw me back. I'm like, what do you mean I can't do that? Like, you're telling me I can't believe in God and um, like, it's it's my thing and I can't be gay. Like, I was born gay. <laughs> um, this is who I am. Um, and and you're telling me I can't do that. Uh, eh. And then, So just like, you think you got it right, <laughs> but uh, society lets you know that you didn't, <laughs> always. Um, and I just remember thinking like this sucks um i can't do anything right and then it just came back like a giant wall just hit me like a ton of bricks um and i haven't felt that feeling since high school and um this happy-go-lucky jeff just cracked um and i remember sitting (laughs) this is gonna sound really dramatic but i'm a very dramatic person (laughs) I remember sitting in the middle of the street in front of my friend's house and all of us are like they were in the street with me and I'm crying and I'm like what's wrong with my life like why am I not good enough for like people why are people always treating me bad like like what's going on um why why is this Like, why am I the way I am and crying and then thinking, like, I'm going to die? Because it it was just such a hurtful feeling in the pit of my stomach. And then, to top it off, (laughs) the next day I went into work, something happened, and I did a procedure incorrect. (laughs) And then I remember sitting in the lead office crying and being like, I can't believe I messed up. Like, I'm going to get fired. This is my first job. (laughs) Like, what's wrong with my life? It it just came back to the same statement, like, what's wrong with my life? Um, It took me a long time. It took me a, I'm going to say until 20, 27, that's a good age, (laughs) where I took a step back and said, Jeff, there's nothing wrong with you. Like, you have your inner demons, and everyone does, and you have your inner saboteur, Who's always telling you you're not worth it. But just tell them to shut up. Like if someone says you're not worth it. Well, screw them. Like you, you can get out of my life then. <laughs> if I'm not worth it for you, then you're not worth it for me. Um, and um, I remember just cutting out all the negativity. All the people in my life that have always scrutinized every little bit of me. Um, and I remember this one quote my mom said to me, um, and my dad, well, the two quotes, one was never forget where you come from. And the next one is in the end, all you have is family. (laughs) And that's true. I can pick my family, the family I have right now that I was born into. I love, absolutely love every single person in that family, um, and I would not trade anything, um, like for them. Like they're they're amazing, and I love them and I need them <laughs> I, as much as I put on the the Jeff Azad uh, where I'm just resting bitch face. <laughs> uh, I. I need them being petty to each other and doing their little, little arguments and then making up because it reminds me in life there's these lessons that everyone goes through. Um, we fight and we make up and life goes on. Um, but also, like I could make my family also. I can add people, my friends that I have currently, um, my support system they're amazing and i would not train them for anything in the world either um they're my family <laughs> um as much as <laughs> as much as i love it i i know that we're going to get in arguments and fight because that's what family does um and i'm going to say like right now like i was just feeling just depressed and blah and I just text him and it didn't feel uncomfortable to do so. Um, it, and that's going to bring me to my first point is you have to have a support system. Um, if you know this is something that you struggle with on a daily basis, you need to have that person or people that you can just text and say, I don't know what just happened, but I just feel really depressed right now and I don't know why, and that's it. And them just to text back saying, hey, I'm here for you. That's very important to me. Um, and I think that's something that everyone needs. Um, I think the next thing is taking the first steps for help. Um, a lot of people don't wanna go on medication Because they think, oh, there's something wrong with me mentally. Um, Oh, if I have to take pills, I'm a crazy person. Um, Or people are going to find out and not want to be friends with me anymore. I'm going to let you know that's not the case right now. (laughs) Let's go back to that first thing I told you. 300 million people worldwide suffer from depression. So there's a possibility that 300 million people worldwide will be on medication (laughs) at one point of their life. Um, and those that, um, aren't on medication, um, it, the struggle was real and the struggle is real. Um, ask your doctor, go to the suicide prevention website, look for people that offer medication. Um, there are doctors that do anonymous, uh, medications as well. Um, obviously all your information will have to be legit. (laughs) Um, but when you go and pick it up, you know, there's certain things. If you're embarrassed, um, your next step that I'm going to say is don't be embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed to ask for help. Don't be embarrassed to take the first couple steps, uh, for help because they're going to get you there. Um, I'm also going to say if you're listening and you know someone that is struggling with, uh, depression, I think the first thing that you should do is just listen. Just text them and say, hey, are you okay? I was thinking about you. And then also please tell them that you love them. Um, If the person is going through something with depression to the point to where you think they are going to harm themselves, I'm gonna advise you to please call 911 Um, or even the local emergency number. If you know the city, Um, And they can get someone out there. I'm also going to advise that you should probably go to them. Um, There's nothing that's more important in anyone's life than um, their own life. Like, go to them. Um, Stay with them. Comfort them until help arrives. Or maybe you are the help, right? Stay with them and let them talk. And while they're talking... Don't judge, uh, don't argue, don't threaten, don't yell, because that's the last thing that they need. The only thing they currently need in this moment is for someone to listen to them and someone to say, I'm here, tell me everything. Don't add your two cents in saying, well, did you do this? Well, did you do that? Um, If you are someone that has struggled with depression, tell your story to them. After they're done talking, don't butt in and be like, well, let's make this about me. You know, I, my my biggest thing is anytime you're helping someone, the easiest way to connect with them is the, the, the storytelling. Um, you know what? I don't know exactly what you're going through, but it sounds similar to when I did, like, I went through a certain situation and blah, 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 and I'm here for you. Don't think anything you say is going to be like too out of the box for me. Um, I'm here to listen and I want you to tell me everything that's going on. Also, if you're someone that's listening right now, um, that is struggling with suicidal thoughts or depression, um, I just want to let you know that the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is on 24-7. Um, the number is 800-273-8255. Also, you can go to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline.org. Uh, go to the website and there's a chat if you're someone that hates talking on the phone. I know that that's actually something um, in society with our technology is a lot of us don't really like talking. Um, face-to-face, or talking over a phone. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I'm also one of them. I, I cringe every time my phone rings. Just text me. <laughs> so you can go to them and uh, get a text message, um, or you can do a chat that's on the online. If you're someone that you just don't know if it is depression or not, I'm going to say your best bet is just to go to the doctor and ask for them to run some tests. I know some symptoms that I struggle with is um, extreme um, irritability over some stupid stuff. (laughs) So if someone does something, like, I'm going to say, maybe they put their coffee cup. (laughs) My roommate's going to listen to this and cringe, but now he's going to know why. (laughs) But... When you put your coffee cup in the location that you normally... Someone puts a coffee cup in the dishwasher. And you know where it's supposed to go. But to them, that's where it's supposed to go. Um, That makes me irritated. And I know why. But no one else knows why. But it's just... it's It literally is the little things in life for me. (laughs) Um, Anxiety and restlessness are definitely some of them um right now I literally almost had an anxiety attack um just being around um people right now um it threw me in a a little tizzy and I had to like seclude myself for and lock myself in my room for a little bit just to breathe and like recharge um and then that also will connect with trouble with your anger management Um, that definitely is something that I have gotten better at, but there have been times where at work I've been called out in front of like other managers and I'm grateful that my manager I have currently has took me to the side before I said anything that I regretted and said, take a deep breath. Let's think about this. What are your thoughts? How do you feel? What are the facts of what just happened? And let's go talk to the person and let them know. Right? Um, that's important. As a person seeing someone um, struggling, that's important to do. Because at that time, your mind is everywhere. You're scatterbrained. Um <laughs> In layman terms, scatterbrained. (laughs) Um, It also could be fixation on past things that you've done that have gone wrong. That's also something... Man, I'm just hitting every single one of them. Um, That's also something that that I have um, looked at multiple times. Things that I've messed up at work or in life or maybe a kickball game. Oh, man, I shouldn't have done that. I should have listened to the, um, the captain when he said, don't kick. And I still kick, even though it was out of bounds. Um, and now I'm out. Um, you know, you beat yourself up over things that are minute. Um, and one of the things that a lot of people think or um, they think is the main thing that people with depression think about um, is thoughts of death and or suicide and um, there's many different forms of depression. Um, there's not just one set form of depression. Um, it's like our body types. Everyone has a different body type. Um, everyone has different fingerprints. Everyone's unique. Um, everyone's different. Um, even twins, identical twins. Sometimes you know uh, your organs aren't going to be identical. Girl, <laughs> you gonna go eat some some food and gain some weight or uh, you know. <laughs> Uh, um, but like thoughts of death and suicide definitely are there for me with my type of depression. Um, I do not act on them anymore. Um, but that is because I have a support group. I have my points of contact that I can call, um, and talk to. And, um, I have my family that reminds me every day. Uh, Um, I can't imagine, um, one day going in, in my by the way my f- sister lives next door my brother lives less than three miles away from me um, and my mom and dad live across the street <laughs> talk about a support system right mm-hmm. and also my friends uh, they don't live too far from me either um, the ones that uh, are in my support group um, and also I now have a really cool roommate um, who is now in that support group um, and I appreciate him a lot. Um, I can't imagine going one day without hearing I love you from any of them. Um, and it's very important to me that people hear that. Um, I think people forget to say it, and it hurts. Uh, it hurts people. <clears throat> I think people just assume I'm going to see them again, um, and then I'll say it then. But you never know when you walk away from someone, um, what they're going through in their life. Um, or what's going to happen, a car accident or something. Um, and then you never see them again. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> Get a little teary dad. <laughs> but, that's how important it is to me. Um. But yeah. <laughs> um. Please tell them that you love them. Um, please tell everyone that you love them. Uh, and mean it. Don't just say it because you want to say it. Uh, I'm also going to say don't go to bed <laughs> arguing with uh, with your loved one. Hash <laughs> it out right then and there. Um, even if you have to be the bigger man and say you know what, you're right. Um... And then say I love you. Uh, You never know what's going to happen at night while you're sleeping. Um, You may wake up and uh, they may not be there anymore. Oh god, sorry. (laughs) But yeah, uh, just uh, you guys can see it's very important to me, (laughs) or you can hear it's very important to me uh, to say that to people that are in your life. it's a big thing, a very big thing, love is a strong word, I know that love is just a chemical imbalance in our brains, that when someone does something, your brain releases a chemical, and um, because we're humans, we just say it's love, uh, because we don't know how to explain it, and that's the best thing, that best way we can explain it, but A lot of people don't realize how important it is for your mind to go through that. Um, It's very important for someone to experience that. Um, It's very important for you to experience that. It's very important for you to feel that um, you're in someone's life uh, for a reason. Um, Even if you are just a little grain of sand (laughs) on a beach uh, and you're going through some dark times, uh maybe someone picked you up and <laughs> put you in your pocket um put uh sorry, put you in their pocket <laughs> that was on the beach yeah um yeah, I just i I mentioned something you never know what people are going through um in their lives, and that actually was uh something that I kind of live uh my motto through now. Um, day-to-day, um, you never know what someone is going through. So, are you going to be an experience that they're going to remember in a positive way? Or are you going to be an experience in their life that they're going to think, yeah, um, that just proves it. No one cares about me. Um, no one wants to hang out with me. Um, no one no one loves me. Um, and I think where I learned that from, other than my family, because my mom and dad and my brother and sister are very much that. Um, Disney reminded me. Oh, I said their name. (laughs) Don't come for me. (laughs) But the place that I worked at uh, always reminded me, when you have a negative um, experience, like someone comes up to you and they're angry about something, you have to try your best to have them walk away with a smile. Um, And so I kind of like dug deep into that based off of having the foundation that my family gave me and then now having this knowledge that, yeah, like it's not just my family, it's people, it's the experience of people. Um, I want to be that positive um, experience. Um, I don't want someone to go to take their life and say, yeah, Jeff was really mean. Um, and I thought he was going to be the person that understood me the most. And that they take their life. I'm not going to know that, but I for sure am going to think that if I, if, just knowing who I am, that my last experience with that person was shitty. <laughs> um, I don't want that, and I don't think you want that either. Um, I don't think anyone wants that. Um, But yet, we still treat each other like shit. <laughs> um, why? <laughs> so, if you don't leave... <laughs> uh talk with anything else just leave with this if you're struggling with depression find someone to talk to don't hold it in let it out watch a video that's going to make you cry because crying helps so much (laughs) as you uh have heard me cry multiple times throughout this podcast um If you are someone who has someone in their life that uh, you feel is going to hurt themselves, just call 911 and go to them. Don't wait. If you are too far away in another state, call someone that can go to them. Um, if you yourself are struggling with suicidal thoughts this is your type of depression where you struggle with suicidal thoughts please please seek help um go online to the national suicide prevention lifeline website again also if you want to call the number is 800-273-8255 call and just talk to someone and let them know that you need help You're not weak. You're not crazy. 300 million people deal with this in the world. Um, And you're listening to one of them that deals with it. Um, uh, I love you. And because you're listening to this, you mean everything to me. If you weren't listening to this, you still mean everything to me. If you need someone to talk to message me on my Instagram. If you have my number, text me. Um, If you are by me, talk to me and pull me to the side. I will make sure that it is comfortable for you. I will never tell anyone your business because that is your business to share and not mine. I will try my best to help you. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in to this week's episode. Um, Follow me on Instagram. Um, Feel free to DM me about anything. Um, If you guys have any future ideas or topics, uh, don't forget to share this podcast with your family or friends or someone that needs to hear that they're loved. Um, And have an awesome day. And remember to always speak your truth.